OpenAI ChatGPT has created controversy, buzz, uh, excitement, yeah. and fear. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I feel like conversational AI, voice AI, was really the predecessor to that. It was the start of that. It was where we yeah. were trying to go, but the technology wasn't at a point that it could become a creator in a sense. I think to right. Up, right, it creates its own um, wow. outreach, its own stemming from its own kind of base. Has the two worlds or will the two worlds merge at some point? Will voice AI yeah. become yeah. this open AI area? Type of thing. I, I think we, we, it, it will. Um, it might take years. So um, I think th the way I think of it is that really OpenAI and ChatGPT is like an iPhone one moment. Awesome, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is podcast. I am your host, Cody Kelly himself. You can follow me on the gram at CVMK33 on the business page at it is what it is underscore show. Uh, and also on the CVMK underscore global, TikTok CVMK Global. You see the recurring thing. And subscribe. You want to like seeing this amazing content. You know what you do. Like, share, comment on the video, hit that notification button. Since the algorithm that you like what you're seeing, you'll keep seeing more of it at CVMK on YouTube. And when it comes to the best sports elements, you know where to go. WW dot. I got it right here. The pre-workout superpower. One of them. CBMK global dot store. Get all your supplement needs. I have an amazing guest with just a wealth of knowledge. And we're going to talk about really where technology is. We're going to shift and we're going to go from voice AI to open AI. We're going to talk about the evolution of thought strategy there and just the future of the workplace and the workforce. And I have an amazing guest by the name of David McKee. David, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderfully. Wonderfully, Cody. Yeah. Fantastic ooh, ooh. day here in Sydney. Yeah. Another day. You're you're lucky. You're in the summer. You're in Sydney, Australia. I'm freezing here uh, in Chicago, Illinois. But it's, it's going to be a great thing. It's great to bring the worlds together. So, David, for the audience that does not know, right, if you could just introduce yourself, kind of what you've done, and then we'll kind of go from there. Yeah. So, so. Um, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Um, the uh, so part of my background is as an electrical engineering, and then another part on the business side. So, with an MBA, uh, and I've, I've been building tech businesses uh, for the last fifteen years. Um, the um, one of those was a semiconductor one, which AMD acquired. Uh, another one was uh, machine learning on the phone, um, which was invested by Intel and Warner Brothers and Warner Music, and that was. Uh, and but the current one, uh, curious thing, is all about voice AI. So it's using you know the latest in technology to generate new enterprise voice services. Um, so um, and curious thing. So I'm a co-founder at Curious Thing. And uh, we're 30 staff, uh, we're very much uh, here in Sydney, uh, and we'll be able to sort of talk about what Curious Thing does um, in a bit more, but that's me. 
Cool, cool. Look, I like it. I like it. We're gonna get into it. We're gonna talk about curious thing. The whole shebang. We're going there because you know that's what we do here on business entertainment. This is it is what it is podcast dedicated to business entertainment where business and entertainment collide. But just a quick word from our sponsors. There's a hero in all of us waiting to be unleashed. All it takes is just that one last push. Activate the hero within with CVMK Global Supplements. All natural, steroid-free, designed to enhance performance, build muscle, and increase energy. You are unstoppable. You can do this. Become your own hero at www.cbmkglobal.store. Awesome, and we're back. www.cvmkglobal.store, where all your fitness or supplement needs are pre workouts, proteins, BCAAs, creatine, and etc. So, when we talk about technology right technology has become this umbrella term for any and all new applications uh and specifically where the world is where it's going where business processes currently exist and how technology is going to affect it right so curious thing ai sells a unique solution that focuses on um voice ai right voice augmentation um you know there's a lot of different uh terminology to describe it but how would you because you know i've been the the thing about when you connect with anybody is that you have a definition of a thing they have a definition of a thing and you spend most of your time trying to create clarity what is voice ai okay i think um so you know fantastic question so one of the Things that I found in tech, uh, uh, you know, in, in new companies, is that you're bringing to the world a new concept, uh, and it doesn't usually. It's not always easy just to sort of pigeonhole it and say, uh, "Oh, this is what it is." Um, so, uh, voice AI is a set of voice services that can replace or augment parts of your call center operation. So, what, what you'll hear, and I. Think, uh, I, I think in terms of old world, new world. So if you're a new world, you, you might say, I don't want a call center. Uh, but if you're in the old world, you might say, uh, you know, this is a piece of technology that I can plug into my call center. Um, whether, you know, people are being uh, calling out or calling in, um, it's really set of voice, uh, voice services. So yep. let's say a payment reminder, right? So it's a part of the flow. Uh, and I need to remind everyone, well, that would be uh, a task to be done. Um, whereas uh, if I was calling the company and um, so now you're sort of thinking it's a call centre, uh, but some people think of it in different ways. So you might say, okay, I want five smart people um, and uh, and I want the voice AI to do the front end Or it could be it's a normal IVR, uh, but what I'm really replacing is is like type eight complaint about rubbish bins, and it's it's actually the person it's the person that that role actually behind it. So one thing that we we've seen, which I've you know found with voice AI, normally you know if if I said the word conversational AI, people might think oh that's a chatbot. Uh, right, so right. voice AI is around voice services. It's in the cloud 
cloud voice services. Uh, so using you know all the latest uh, stuff in 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 um, on the cloud side. Uh, and, and in fact, the data actually out of it can go into your CRM. So it's sort of not your granddaddy's uh, call center. It's like a reimagination of what we can do with voice AI services in uh, the modern enterprise. Now, the other part, it's very lightweight. So you, we have customers where eight people in the company. So it's got, so it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be a big company. Uh, to actually use these services at all, so again, the 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 so so in the future there'll be a thing around voice AI services. It's really got nothing to do with whether you're a large company or a big company. It's really what are those services that you need in your business uh, to be able to conduct. So a, appointment, you know, appointment setting would be a set of services. Yeah. You know, debt reminder, a set of services. Um, after hours, um, we recently had one international customer out of Europe uh, ring us, so they want it all in Italian. But basically, it's um, after hours, but with an FAQ. So, so not just it's not just a IVR recorder. It's you know solving people's problems. And what that I think that does, and there has been a. So, 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 voice AI is a set of cloud services which you can plug into your business to solve business problems. Right. So, um, there, there is this sort of old world, new world. So, if you were a big bank, you might say, "Well, that's my call center," and then we go, "Okay, well, yes," and this is the way it would fit into that. But if you were a small, medium business, um, you know, uh, then. You might think of it differently. The CEO says, "I'm missing leads. I really need, you know, an agent to be taking business leads overnight. But I'd like to add value around FAQ, so it's not just lever." Um, and so it becomes a reimagination of what what we think, um, you know, these things uh, look like. I, I agree. I, I think that to to sum it up, so it's it's. Um it is the solution for lower value tasks with the augmentation of human capital by having this voice channel. Uh, it would interact like we're engaging now and could handle yes. uh, lower value initiatives. Repeatable tasks right. so that the person, the business owner can focus on uh, you know, the, the, the tasks that need to be done. That's, that's uh, quite right. Um, and I think the other thing that we've seen, which is just, um, to me, very interesting, is that many of our customers name it something. So it's sure. like, you know, Mary and Fred. Right. Um, so these are really like digital workers, um, digital, digital virtual workers, um, including one which I like, and I think that we, we really forget about this, uh, welcoming all new customers. So yeah, if you think of it as from a customer perspective, you know, how often do we sign them up and take the check and we never actually thank them for becoming a customer. Um, the, uh, so so, so in, in a part of this, this voice, so it's voice AI, sure. sort of services done in a voice, but imagine a world where we're starting to have 
more and more digital workers that actually help us run our business with those smaller, simpler tasks sure. that, so that you know, staff can become more productive. No, it, it makes sense. It makes sense that the, the value add is there. I think here's the pushback, right? Yeah. Here's where technology becomes still a human business, right? Um, a, uh, how warm, and what, I, don't, I think there's three things. How intelligent can the service be, right? Because a lot of times when you think of a voice, uh, right. you know, VOIP, right? If you think of, you know, you think of some type of robotic bill, and, hello, Cody, you know, something that doesn't sound yeah. organic yeah. and then it asks yeah. you to repeat yourself, it actually repeats your name, it doesn't catch up on human cues like inflection, seriousness, humor, because AI can't, in, you know, interpret. The yeah. soul it can't the intent of something and not the direction yeah. of something yeah. right so um how intelligent can it be okay um, and then, and yeah. then be how warm can you make it right because you want to still simulate this human this human piece right okay right. So let me start with that second one because that actually is very important so we never pretend to be a person. So this is an, this is an AI that you're working with um, because if you pretend to be a person um, and you can't pull it off fully, then people sure. get very, very upset. So, so imagine a new digital worker with constraints, right? So, so it's, it's now what we can do these days is, um, you know, uh, it, it, when we're in a different world and we'll come to Transformers and OpenAI that basically uh, in the old days, two years ago, the old days, the um, uh, it would be word hunting or spotting a word. So are you an American citizen? Yes or no? That's all right. So if you said mm, maybe, um, it, wouldn't, it would say you've got to keep on saying, right? Yes or no? That's all I know. And that that... That inability to understand actually what's going on, what the response was, actually is a huge barrier. That's actually one of the big uh, barriers. So what we do is we use a, a bunch of these new techniques. Um, so if you said, hmm, yeah, maybe, then it would classify itself actually as, you know, uh, where you are and, and keep on going. So you can have a natural conversation. I think the other bit is from a business perspective, um, what we found is that you do want to name it something and give it a persona. So you, 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 which might be just a health, a helpful, right? So, so we, su we supply what we would call standard voice, but also premium voice services. So we can tune it. So we sit down with the customer um, and you can do tricks. Um, so, you might think, let's say we're building a, a nurse right now. The, the, this is like the hospital nurse, not not the real nurse. So we're not doing sure. nursing. We're just sort of the person in the hospital. Um, and so, therefore, that might be, you know, an American female, you know, voice, right, that's that's rather than could be male, right, then sure. it's just sure. up to. But you want to build a caring persona, a thoughtful caring persona, which is so... I'm here to ask you some questions. I've got some limitations, right? But, you know, this is what I can do for you. I think there's another sort of aligned piece with this is that every conversation needs to have a purpose um, and it needs to have a purpose on both sides. 
So there has to be something that's going on for the person um, and, 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 and information both exchanged both ways. Um, the the uh, other parts of the interaction uh, is that if we were to call someone from the hospital, we would SMS them. We would set it up beforehand uh, so that it's the hospital, Sam will call you and, you know, you can get a message 20 minutes before the hospital will be calling you in 20 minutes. Would it be appropriate for us to call? So you have to take various aspects out of the human thing. Uh, just randomly call thing, calling someone uh, is inappropriate. So right. give people control. Don't pretend to be a person. This is this is something else with more. Have a strong purpose, actually, sure. for it. So there's got to be something in it for you. So if you're going to complain about your rubbish bins, then, you know, you need to. But then you can use these new technologies to make the conversation much more natural. Uh, and I think that what people have gotten very frustrated, and it's, uh, there's a very bad, you know, when we had the world, so we had, you know, where if, if I am talking to it and it can only accept yes or no, uh, that's a real pillar uh, of a conversation. Um, uh, we also now support um, many languages, so we can sort of talk about that. So, so we, we need to build, so building these digital workers that solve the business problem, that actually have this ability to almost brand this new digital worker that represents your company uh, and that uh, so setting it up beforehand uh, is really important. And the new technology means that the you know we can have much more natural conversations. With with this natural conversation, so I, I mm. get that you know it's it's taking on now this persona. You want to preserve the integrity of the technology and the person that you're connecting with by yeah. addressing it uh, that it is not another human being on the phone. Um, I'm not, that's quite complex because depending on the type of conversation you know at what point do you say that or is it automatically picked up on i i think is okay fine you let's say great example um nursing or um yeah nursing you know hey you know just remind you your you know appointment is with dr you know yeah. superman dr superman mm -hmm. On Thursday, uh, right. is that still okay? Are you still confirming? Okay, great. This is what you need to bring you. Two forms of ID. Do you have those available with you? Have you uploaded? But how How intelligent, like, uh, and this is where I think the shift goes in because depending on his level of intelligence or his level of engagement, it can enter into multiple case studies. If it's right. just, you yeah. know, we, we, we've evolved past yes or no, but if it can really have a fluid conversation. Right. Now we're talking about something that potentially could be standalone. Obviously it will connect to a human being at some point, but we want something that could operate. Like if we implemented this in front of some type of robotics that engages in public safety, they could potentially have a traffic stop and go through all the standard protocols because it can engage with the human being because right. it can actually understand it. Has it evolved to that point where this thing is beyond decision tree learning? Yeah, no. So it, it has, 
but it's not an infinite uh, conversation. So it's not a conversation. It's got to be a business-orientated conversation about a particular topic. Um, but I think given time, uh, you know, we will see. So I think the way we think of it is there's templated uh, conversations, right? So with, with, you know, lots of thinking that's gone into each part um, of the conversation. So for example, and so you can think of the conversation as almost a package or a product actually in itself. So things like um, if the person swears, what should you do um, within it? So that's sort of uh, bundled into it. So you can, but, but it's not an infinite conversation. Sure. It's actually a purposeful business. This is, I think, where at this stage of the technology is it's very important to have a strong business purpose where, you know, I'm, I'm calling and I want to, um, if, if you, um, if we think of OpenAI and ChatGPT, uh, how then, and that similar type of technology that's underneath it, uh, will we get to a point where not, you know, will this technology get to a point where you might be able to do a diagnostics or something or just have a free-flowing conversation. Um, it's over time this technology may get there, but it's just not today. Um, that's that's yeah. fair. And I want to take that pivot into OpenAI and how the potential marriage between the two can exist. Uh, and then we'll talk about the future of Curious Thing, but a quick word uh, from our sponsors. I literally just tried the best pre-workout on the planet. With Superpower Pre-Workout, you have increased focus and a power boost every single time you work out. It's not only packed with 225 milligrams of caffeine, but it also has citrulline and creatine. It's insane how much energy and focus I had during my workouts. If you're ready to take your workouts to the next level, then dish your current pre-workout and get the Superpower Pre-Workout to be your own hero. How's everybody? www.cvmkglobal.store. So when we talk about the future, right? Mm. Mm. Um, open AI, chat GPT has created controversy, buzz, uh, excitement, yeah. and fear. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I feel like conversational AI, voice AI was really the predecessor to that. It was the start of that. It was where we yeah. were trying to go but the technology wasn't at a point that it could become a creator in a sense. I think to right. right, it creates its own um, right. outreach, its own stemming from its own kind of base. Has the two worlds or will the two worlds merge at some point? Will voice AI yeah. become yeah. this open AI area? Type of thing. I, I think we, we, it, it will. Um, it might take years. So um, I think the, the way I think of it is that really OpenAI and ChatGPT is like an iPhone 1 moment. So it's the beginning. And if we remember the iPhone 1, it was 2.75G uh, and it didn't have an app store, right? So it has sort of severe issues uh, uh, to do with hallucination. So we can it can write a fantastic essay but um, it can understand a complicated response. But, but there are, when it's in its area of competence, like, you know, write me an essay, do something, uh, it's really fantastic. But, but once, if you gave it an instruction, like invent a new energy storage capacitor, 
it sort it hallucinates, so it sort of makes it up and and has a really good go at it. But it it it's not inventing uh, anything. It's just taking it out of its um, pattern recognition. So the um, the other bit with uh, ChatGPT is it's poor on facts. Um, so if you said do some maths, um, it would probably get it wrong. But it looked really good. Um, so this technology and OpenAI, they're very smart people and Google, and I notice, you know, Google with Google Bard and Microsoft. So it's really caught everyone's um, imagination. But I would just uh, counsel that it's really like the iPhone 1, 2.75G with no App Store uh, moment. So we're seeing a glimpse into what's possible. Right, so, so it's very powerful technology, um, but it will take time to um, make these technologies work in a way that society is, um, you know, finds uh, useful. So, so it will take time. With Curious Thing, we've really focused on business, so, so in a business purpose, rather than uh, you know, ring and, you know, get some advice. So we don't, we, we, we have lines like never pretend to be a person. Um, you know, we are proud of being, you know, a voice ethical agent. Yeah. Um, and and the, we're, we're delivering value. We, we need to, in every interaction, deliver value both to the business but also to the person having a conversation. So you've got to sort of get both sides going. Um, but what... You know, ChatGPT shows is how far this technology can go. So, will we get to a point where we're interacting with? Um, th th there's two groups of people that have approached me in absolute fear about ChatGPT. Sure, sure. Um, so, one of them is software programmers. So they feel they go, "My God, my world is finished." Um, <laughs> you know. Um, but the, yeah, that's right. And um, the other one is uh, professional writers. Now, in the professional writers, I think if you're a high-quality professional writer, um, I don't think it, I think this is uh, helpful. But if you are wanting to come up with lists of things, like give me, you know, ten objections to, you know, um, uh, you know, to ten sales objections to something, give me five of this. It's very good at. So it's very good at some tasks, not at other tasks. One of the hard parts then uh, in building these systems is to sort of build, you know, psychological lines, which says, now, listen, this thing is very good at summarising the news, but it's not very good at these other ones because people get very disappointed. So I think there's two parts just to think. Some people in white-collar jobs, so let's say software programmer, gets very worried and very threatened about this technology. So that, that somehow that's going to happen. And the question is, so Microsoft has Copilot, right? So that uh, how do we get a human working with this technology in a synergistic way? Mm. And that's quite complicated. Um, that might take quite a bit of time. <laughs> so what, what, what we've learned is you need to establish the bar barriers, you know, the, the constraints. This can do this. It'll do it really well. These are its tasks uh, that it's very good at. But if you give it, if you get across the line, so within um, 
if we look at uh, ChatGPT, if you said, if you get, if it, in many political things, it'll say, I'm not, I don't want to talk about that. Right? So, so it, it's got these, you, you got to build barriers to know why we're talking to stuff. And I think that, that it shows what's possible. It shows that it can be flexible. But one of the big arts is keeping the purpose, building the barriers so that the person interacting knows what to do uh, with it. And in some areas, it will touch deep uh, fear and and uh, like the software programmer, how should, you know, if I was a software programmer, how would I use this to enhance my skills? And that can, that's, that's, that's a whole set of um, work mm. from a product perspective to lay the fears and, and get, um, so I think it's the beginning of something really big, but it may take a decade to happen. I know everyone's excited about it all being implemented and it'll all be here now, and it sort of is, but I, I think these, these, these usage, like when should I use it? When shouldn't I use it? Can I trust it? Like these issues, will it do something that I really want for my business? These are big issues uh, yeah. and they will take quite a lot of time. I think you're. I think you nailed it on the head. I think, uh, you know, I think it is the iPhone one, and with the iPhone one, you get the iPod that no longer is in existence uh, right. because the iPhone one did not have a way to store, you know, music. That's uh, right, music player. So I, I think we are in this developmental phase, and over time, uh, but you know, because of the case studies and the experience and the demand from the market uh, through trial and error, we'll get to see what open AI, what voice AI and how they need to merge and what this new reality needs to look like and, right now. And, is and which right, That's right. So yeah. People and people are playing with it. So if we yeah. when CNET, they started writing uh, articles in ChatGPT. They got into a lot of trouble, actually, because I think they were trying to describe uh, compound interest. But if, if you look at uh, BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed, so then they got a lot of, or, you know, let's not do that. But then BuzzFeed has started uh, using it, and they're open about that, um, around, um, you know, lists. So a lot of the marketing, the core marketing material, yeah. using it to generate. So therefore, what we're sort of seeing is you say, you see this over here, it doesn't really work. That's very dangerous from a business perspective to mm. be badly describing compound interest it's probably not a very good uh, but it looks good but it really is doesn't it's not right uh, whereas it's fantastic at certain tasks and so i think with all of this technology so with voice ai understanding so what we do a curious thing we keep to the enterprise we keep to purposeful conversations we keep to you know these parts of workflow and we and we're, and we're very conscious about that uh, about doing that and that's to make it a successful business you know conversation that's going on both from the business perspective and what we've learned so and also from the user perspective so the user needs to feel that they got something done right and the business feels so you you, you don't want if it was just a one-sided thing yeah then actually it doesn't work so well. So it's got to be a, a, a mutual interaction where you're getting something out of it and you need to be able to do it efficiently and quickly. Uh, so if it, 
So having anything that rings you and starts talking to you for 20 minutes, you know, you'll go crazy. Uh, so, you know, you want it to be, okay, because I've got a, and I think that this is this task to be done. I've got a task to be done. I need to complain about this and I need to share this or I need to learn a little bit more, right? Mm. So how do we make that uh, very uh, quickly? One of the things that I would say about voice, which is very unique, is that it's very good at open questions. Um, so tell me about, so you might say, here's the interaction, right? And then tell me about how you're feeling or tell me about what you think of the service. And then the person, you know, can elaborate. And what, what we find is that when someone talks to an open question, it's very different than talking to a chatbot. Um, mm. So you can el elicit deeper information. I agree. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, th I think that I see where the uh, potential partnering can happen. I think because companies are aware that another shift is coming hmm. from a technological standpoint, they're almost five years ahead of themselves. Right. And they're doing things that is without justification. Right. Um, I feel like in like every tech company has gone through a mass layoff. Right. And it yeah. could be because they had an over uh, redundance of roles. There was a lot of overlap and, you know, whatnot. But it's sending a very interesting signal. Now, when I look at it and I still see, you know, was it 5% GDP growth or over 500,000 yeah. jobs added and yeah. last month, you know, it, it, it scratches my head because I, I don't, because it's like two things are being true at the same time. Yes. So what, what is the future of work? Like what is the, yeah, what, of, what does it look like? And yeah, I think, like? Yeah. yeah. So one thought just to, to uh, go to the Microsoft announcement, because sure. I thought it was interesting. So uh, at the beginning, he says, uh, businesses want to do more with less, right? So that's our customers want to do more with less. Then they announced that the, is it 10,000 or 12,000, the layoff. Yeah. And then they announced the $10 billion into open AI, actually in the same statement, right? So almost. Like it wasn't uh, the world has shifted, I just need to fire a lot of people. It's actually um, uh, the world has changed. Uh, we have too many people, but we also need to invest in, in, in open AI and we need to um, rethink. And so I, I think the future, so the nature of the enterprise doesn't change, right? So we, it's all about finding customers, you know, helping customers, you know, delivering value to customers. So, so that's all. Um, but how we get there and what are the skills that we need to get there? So at the same time that they um, are putting off people, they need to be investing actually in digital workers. Now, I think that the... the um, the thing about so you so that's where it gets complicated. In fact, one thing to escape um, you know inflation, structural inflation, is through enterprise productivity. And enterprise productivity, I, I think that we haven't really thought deeply enough about 
uh, you know, it's it's like how do we how do we do more with the staff we have, right? So, and um, and I, in the future, I, we're going to have digital workers. So, if we think of the metaverse, I think we're already in the metaverse. So we're going to have right. you know Mary over here, you know, helps, and then we'll have Sam, who's really good at you know customer support, right? So, and these are scalable workers. Um, and, and then the skills sets shift, uh, you know, with, that you need to have as an employee. So that actually is distur- like dis- disturbingly complicated. Um, and, and just because when one of the, the most interesting shifts, and we see this in the chat GPT, is that white collar product, you know, people who thought that automation wasn't going to do anything. Like, and I come back to the software programmer. Um, I, a friend of mine, you know, who is a software programmer, uh, you know, Python, he's saying, David, this is the end of my world, right? You, know, <laughs> you go, well, no, actually this automation, what you need to do is lift yourself up and somehow use these tools. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is easy. This is actually pretty confronting. But this means that people, we've always thought that these white, you know, this productivity will just be for, you know, the 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 low, you know, the low jobs. But we've entered a one where uh, higher intellectual work uh, can be assisted, and that's actually pretty confronting and and pretty complicated. And so I just think that this is the reason why some of these shifts take time. It's that we've got to bring the people, we've got to bring people along. People need to understand what these technologies, people need to say, this works great for this. It's actually terrible at this other stuff. And I think that what we need, unfortunately, there's some wonderful books actually on, uh, you know, human psychology. And um, the if we go all the way back to Elvin Toffler, 1972, Future Shock, um, the, the human mind actually uh, has some limits. So, you know, our, our mind is, the, is a 25-watt light bulb. Uh, we can process seven things at the same time. We actually are not very good at multitasking. We actually really like to do one thing at a time. So if we take the rapid uh, velocity of information and tap the mind right. with, you know, here's a new bit of information, it will, and this is 1960s research, this is 1972, we knew this was going to happen, is that uh, decision-making gets worse, um, mental anxiety grows, uh, and we, 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 we sort of suffer on critical uh, decisions. So I think that we will need, over the next decade, we're going to need to work out what are humans good at, what are these machines, and, and renegotiate you know, our relationship with them. Re- renegotiate our a social contract between us and automation and us and our AI, artificial intelligence. That's an interesting, that's an interesting shift. Um, you know, I, I agree. I, you know, your, your pushback is going to be more for, from the uh, traditionalists, they'll see it as how do we negotiate with a non-life form? <laughs> but at the same time, we've created yeah. this form and it is really a derivative or we need to possibly rethink 
AI as an extension of who we are, as an extension of us, because we right. And what, what we've found is you need to do this carefully, like you know, like you know, build something that's useful, right. that's purposeful, that people really understand. They go, okay, this thing is helping me on this task which I don't want to do. So keep to that. As soon as you get into the, um, you know, I'm going to help a programmer do their job better, or I'm going to do this. It's, it's intriguing. So I think that some of these shifts take actually. We all think. You know, chat GPT will be put into Bing and then we'll all be using it and, and, and change. But actually, it might take, you know, 10 years uh, for, for people to work out how to use some of these new tools. But, and, but they haven't even built them all fully yet. There's, the, the, we need to put guard, like guardrails, like this is helping me write my document, right? So, you go, okay, I understand what this is doing. Um, because if you if you people will get confused and then they can get anxious about this. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, look. What? What? And last question. I know we, we kind of run out of time. What is the future of Curious Thing? You know, um, where is it? Where is it trying to go? Uh, you know, there's a lot of now buzz. Uh, a lot of competitors that have entered into the space that is promising the same thing. And I think that there's been a lot of spinoff into other niches without a true development and a framework reference. So where is CT? Where is Curious Thing? Yeah, I think, you know, so we've focused uh, the enterprise, when I kind of change, you know, enterprise applications, um, parts of uh, enterprise workflow uh, that, that can be, you know, uh, that solve real problems. So, so that is not going to change. Um, I think that where we can go to... Um, how that information is integrated into the enterprise, even for very small enterprises. So how, how do you spin these things up very quickly? How do I solve my problem? Uh, how do I uh, do more and more languages? Yeah. Uh, so so we're, we're going to keep to that as our, our, our North Star, right? So we won't be. But there's still a lot of work in always uh, incre incrementally improving you know, around, you know, speed to deploy, the value proposition, the data actually out of it. Um, you know, that's, that's we, we just keep around, you know, business applications uh, for, um, uh, for solving people's problems. So we would keep strongly uh, to that. Mm. Perfect, perfect. Well, look, I appreciate it. Uh, have an amazing time. Look, if y'all want to keep seeing amazing content, you know what you got to do. Subscribe, YouTube, CVMK. Instagram, CVMK underscore global. It is what it is underscore show. CVMK33. Uh, TikTok, CVMK Globe. And where the best supplements are, www.cvmkglobal.store. David, if they wanted to reach out to you, David, and they wanted to connect, they wanted to see this voice uh, AI conversational intelligence, where can they connect with you? Uh, actually, LinkedIn is a great place. So David McKeague uh, uh, or David at CuriousThing.io uh, is another. Perfect. Y'all reach out to David, hit him up on the email, David at CuriousThing.io, or hit him up on LinkedIn and say, look, I dig the podcast. I heard what you said. I'm interested in learning more. And if you want to keep seeing that, you know what you got to do. Hit me up. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Literally everywhere. But until <laughs> next time, guys, thanks. Thanks for watching. If you want to keep seeing amazing content, please subscribe, share, and like at CVMK.